Hello, and welcome to the Built Different Podcast with Zach Clinton. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. While there, you can join in the conversation about this show. Just search for Built Different Podcast in your internet browser. Here now is your host, Zach Clinton, on this edition of the Built Different Podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to this edition of the Built Different Podcast. I'll be your host, Zach Clinton. Guys, my co-host, Brooke Bryan, got caught up with lacrosse this week. Just be praying for her. Shout out to Brooke. Brooke, keep going, girl. You're amazing. Um, Just keep pushing yourself and everything that you're doing. We're proud of you. But guys, man, what a powerful episode we have coming up for you today as we got the opportunity to interview one of the best Christian music artists in the world, Mr. Zach Williams. Let me tell you something. Zach has an unbelievable testimony. I mean, seriously, what an amazing story that you're going to hear just in a few moments. But what I want to talk about today for a second is just what is at the heart of worship? I mean, seriously, what is it? So I, I was reading through John 4, which talks about the woman at the well. And verse 23, I'm going to read it here for a second and dive into a commentary that I read regarding what it means to be a true worshiper of Jesus. So John chapter 4, verse 23 says, But the hour is coming and is now here when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth. For the Father is seeking such people to worship Him. Now read this commentary for a second. This is what it says. This verse is crucial for two reasons. First, this is part of Jesus' correction on the meaning of what worship is. The Samaritan woman attempted to distract Jesus from her sin by asking Him to resolve an old spiritual argument. This was the question of where proper worship should occur, on the mountain or the temple of Jerusalem. Rather than taking the bait, Jesus clarifies that true worship of God is not tied to a location, but to the intent of one's heart. This is also important for what it says about the Samaritan woman. You see, she has lived a deeply immoral lifestyle, such that she seems to have been cast out even among the outcast Samaritans. This woman needs to know, though, that she is wanted, loved, and valued. As always, Jesus meets each person at the exact point of their need. You know, I think this story really relates really well with what we're going to hear from Zach. You see, Zach Williams has a story of kind of walking down a dead-end road, right? He was reaching, like I like to say, he's always reaching for something, reaching for things to numb or anesthetize his pain, reaching for the ways of this world, And they were never enough until the point where he literally hit rock bottom. And catch this. I was with a couple of my buddies at a Bible study that we host for Liberty Baseball players. And one of the guys, shout out to Derek Orndorff, my man. He came up with this saying that he had heard from a pastor when he listened to a sermon. And the guy said, you want to know something? Sometimes God allows us to hit our rock bottom to recognize or to realize that he is the rock at our bottom. In other words, sometimes when we have nothing left to cling to, when we have lost what it feels like all hope here on earth, and all we have is Jesus, 
He can then be that rock and that foundation to help lead us, to help guide us to true healing and to true hope. But so many times we reach for things that have absolutely no meaning here on earth. They have no value here on earth. But yet God said, like he said to that Samaritan woman, I see you and I love you and I value you and you are enough. So let me ask you, wherever you're at right now, listener, I don't know what you may be going through, but we serve a God who loves you and who is pursuing and chasing after your heart. And he wants nothing but the best for you. And I want to challenge you. Maybe take a look. Assess your situation in life. What are you reaching for? Because the ways of this world are so unsatisfying, we're always reaching for more. But let me tell you something. The ways of Jesus are so satisfying that we can never get enough either. So what are you reaching for? As Jesus said, let me give you living water, for then you will never thirst again. We're always hungry. We're always thirsty for something. But I challenge you and I encourage you and I motivate you today to cling to the only the living water that only Christ can offer us. You guys, this is going to be such a powerful episode, and I pray that you will listen to every single detail of Zach Williams' story and just be able to listen to how God intervened and how God moved in and through his life and how he changed him and became his ultimate chain breaker. You guys, that interview with Zach Williams will be coming up right after this short break. It's no secret there's a beatdown on men, anything that's masculine. From the radical push to feminize men, to changing the core of what it means to be a man. But God made man for a purpose and a reason. When King David was on his deathbed, passing the baton of leadership to his son Solomon, there's a lot he could have said to him. But he told his son these words, be strong, and show yourself a man. You know why? Because he knew what was ahead of him. And it's because men matter, and they matter more than you know. It's time, really, it's time to rise up. Some good news is that something is stirring. Something's happening all over the country and around the world. Men everywhere from every walk of life are stepping up and they're crying out, God, I want my life to count. I wanna make a difference. I wanna be all that you created me to be. You may feel as if everything is lost and that this is your darkest hour, but God loves to meet you in your brokenness. He loves to use those moments to remind you of his presence and his power, to send you running back to him for hope and strength. Hear me, you're not alone. God is there for you and there is a remnant. There's an army, there's an uprising that's happening. Now is the time to show yourself a man and take it back. Order your copy of Take It Back by Dr. Tim Clinton and Max Davis at timclinton.com. Welcome back to the Built Different Podcast. Here's your host, Zach Clinton. Mr. Zach, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. 
Yes, man, this is so much fun. Um, I just wanted to start out by saying, man, we thoroughly enjoyed having you at our Ignite Men's Impact Weekend a couple months ago at Thomas Hill Baptist Church there in Lynchburg, Virginia. What a fun time we had. You rocked out the house, as always. The guys loved you. We loved you. And it was just a blessing meeting you. But one thing I want to do up front um, before we really dive into your testimony is just thank you for, you know, some of the hardest moments in my life, some really broken seasons. Um, I have turned on your music and it has truly brought inspiration and encouragement and hope to my life that I truly needed. So I wanted to thank you personally for that up front. And I know there's a lot of people listening that you've probably done the same for. And I know that we see you as this Grammy award-winning artist and so many Dove Awards and all the accolades that you've done. But what we love to do on the Built Different podcast is to look at the backwater and to look at what really made you and shaped the trajectory of your life. So Zach, just to begin, um, let's go back to Zach's early days, shall we? And just help our listeners understand what life was like for you growing up, even all the way through your high school years. Yeah. um, I mean, I grew up in a in a very, you know, normal household. Like my parents, I, I jokingly all the time say I grew up in Mayberry. Like <laughs> it was like I, this tiny little town, you know, my, my grandparents, they owned uh, the only gas station on the interstate for like 30 or 40 miles. And everybody knew everybody, you know, I couldn't get home, you know, without, you know, somebody have already told my parents where I'd been or what I'd done. You know, everybody knew what you were doing yeah. uh and 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 i grew up in a very christian home like my mom and dad at a very early age just you know planted that seed and mm. you know taught me what it was to, to put jesus christ in you know in my life and, and to follow him and you know um some of my earliest memories were like being at church yeah. you know on tuesday or wednesday night for music practice my dad led worship and my mom sang and so mm. i was around you know the music ministry growing up as a kid uh you know, even into my high school and adult years, my dad led worship at church. And so mm-hmm. um, I was in, I mean, I don't even think I listened to secular music until I was in like ninth grade. You know, right. I, didn't, I didn't really know there was anything else other than the oldie station that my parents listened. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, I played sports. My big thing was, was basketball. And right. I, you know, I lived in a small town and I thought, man, if I can get a scholarship to go play college basketball maybe one day I could play it in the NBA and mm. you know I had all these dreams and uh somewhere around 10th 11th grade started making some bad decisions mm. got involved with the wrong crowd uh found myself you know by 11th grade you know and started smoking marijuana and started yeah. drinking like that next thing I know you know doing it every day after school with a bunch of buddies on the basketball team and we're all mm. running around you know didn't care who knew about it, this and that, and, and, and ended up, you know, somebody uh, at the school found out we were doing it. And mm-hmm. uh, this big thing got, you know, turned into this big ordeal at our high school. And I ended up losing my basketball scholarships and I ended up dropping out of high school my senior year. Uh, mm-hmm. And so uh, I was here, you know, 18, 17 years old with just kind of everything I'd worked for my whole life was gone. Mm-hmm. And so I remember setting out for a year my dad owned a construction company i worked for my dad yeah and uh and then a year later i walked on to a junior college and made the basketball and i got a full scholarship to go play basketball for two years but the day before our first game i was in practice and i 
was messing around and landed on a dude's foot and mm. tore all the ligaments in my ankle. I redshirted my freshman year. And while I was, you know, out setting out that, that season, um, I started teaching myself how to play my roommate's guitar. And mm. I remember coming home during one of those weekends and grabbing my dad's old guitar and uh, bought a chord chart and put it yeah. on my wall, started teaching myself how to play guitar and started taking a, I took a creative writing class, my, you know, the next year in college. And I just fell in love with music. Um, unfortunately, I was also falling in love with this rock star party life, lifestyle. And yeah. living three hours away from home with no rules, you know, and all these guys in college that you were constantly trying to outdo. Mm. Uh, my life just became a party every night. And then uh, when I started playing music, you know, it was even more of a party because I, I felt like now I've created this new person that you know has to live up to this rock and roll right rock star in the persona uh and so you know it was just a, it was just a cycle there for me for about 15 years from the time i was 18 years old until i was 33 um i lived as hard and reckless as you could possibly live you know mm -hmm. i didn't know if i would wake up the next day i didn't know where i was going to be at the next day right and uh i met my wife in my late 20s and when we met, she had two small children. They were four and nine. Mm. And, uh, you know, I, I remember always telling her, like, I'm, this is who I am. You know, I'm not changing. This is, I'm going to do this for the rest of my life. Yeah. But somewhere along the way, um, things started to change for me. And I knew I needed to make some serious decisions. And I remember I was leaving for Europe to go on tour in 2012. And I, I had been doing some soul searching. I, I mean, I was at the end of my rope with the lifestyle I was living and the things I was doing. Uh, and my wife was just kind of like, Hey, if you don't, if you don't make some decisions, I'm, I'm not going to stick around right. you know, killing yourself basically. And, uh, I knew I couldn't do it on my own. And so I remember we were on this tour and we were touring across Spain for a month. Hmm. I remember saying, God, you know, if you're, if you're who you say you are, if, if you're real, then prove it to me. I'll, I'm done with all this. And, hmm. A couple of days later, we were in all of us in the Sprinter bus, and the guy driving our van started scanning radio stations, and it stopped on a song by Big Daddy Week called Redeemed. Yeah. Yeah. And I just remember thinking how odd it was to hear that song, you know, mm. in another country, uh, all the way over in Europe. And and I knew I knew who they were. I knew I knew their music. My dad listened to Christian radio on his job site every day, so I I was familiar with it, and I'd grown up, you know, in church, and I knew. You know, immediately that it was not, you know, wasn't the music I was used to hearing on the radio. Right. So I remember going back to my room and listening to their song over and over. And I just, I called my wife and I said, you know, I, I'm going to come home. And when I get home, I'm canceling my shows, quitting mm. my band. We're going to find a church to go to. And, uh, you know, she thought I was crazy because this was just kind of out of nowhere. Right. And, uh, you know, that was it for me. I remember coming home, you know, just apologizing and, mm. and, and, trying to, you know, make things right for all the things I'd missed and the things I'd done. And I remember she she left to go to work that day and take her kids to school. And it was the first time I'd ever, you know, truly asked God to just come live in my heart. And I remember clearing the shoes out of my bedroom closet, mm. just getting on my hands and knees and, and saying, God, you know, I need you in my life. And I didn't even know what that looked like at the time, like what I was supposed to do. But I knew I was so sick of what I'd been doing that anything at that moment, you know, mm. and I and I remember saying, God, I just, you know, I want to follow you. And I just remember this weight that just lifted immediately. Um, 
you know, it didn't automatically everything get better. It was just, but I knew just saying it out loud, I was like, man, I don't have to do this anymore. Like, I don't have to go back to that. And so uh, that really began this chapter that I'm in now. Like, it, yeah. that was really the starting point for me. Um, after that, we found this church. And, you know, it wasn't long after that, that the church had asked me to lead some music. And mm. me and my wife got involved in the prison ministry. And yeah. a year later, I, I helped them launch a campus. And then three years later, I was, you know, riding in Nashville with, with producers and songwriters and then i ended up with a record deal and mm. uh, and i got signed to a record deal in 2016 and so you know that's that was five years ago now and here we are and man you know i fix myself every day when i get to walk out on these stages and see these crowds of people singing songs and just to know you know where i was in my life and yeah. i have this platform now to just tell people you know, who god is i i just you know I want people to know I don't take that for granted. It's an honor right. for me every night I get to do it. Man. Uh, so I just feel, I feel blessed to be here. You know, I'm mm. like I said, I'm just a small town country boy that That's never right. ever saw this coming, you know, That's right. but it's crazy what God can do. It is amazing what God can do. And just hearing your testimony and all that you've been through and the dark seasons of life to now the mountaintop moments, but then understanding that you got to go through some valleys to really see growth in your life, yeah. whether that's physically, mentally, spiritually, relationally, whatever it is, um, and just to see how God kind of had your steps already envisioned. He already had them lined up for you, and you went yeah. through those seasons. And my thing is this. So there's a lot of probably young people listening to this right now that maybe are reaching, and they're trying to find satisfaction of this world. What would you yeah. say to those kids out there right now that are listening to this episode where they just they feel lost, they feel desperate, they maybe feel hopeless, and they don't know where to look or where to turn? You know, I, I mean, that's the thing. I, I think everybody's everybody gets to their breaking point differently. You know, for me, yeah. um, it took me getting to the lowest place of my life before I thought I needed anything else, you know. Mm. But, you know, I can, I can just say from experience, and, and now I just sound like a, an old dad or something, you know, but the same thing my dad used to tell me, it's, I, there's no other answer for the things that you're looking for in life other than Jesus. I mean, you mm -hmm. can go out searching for all of it, yeah. uh, but you're, you're always going to fall short until mm -hmm. you have him in your life, you know? Mm -hmm. And, you know, that, that also sounds cliche, but I can literally see where I was, you know, there was no fruit in anything that I was doing in my life mm -hmm. before I gave my life to Jesus. I thought I might have thought there was. I might have had little things, like you said, little highs, mm -hmm. you know, out of the valley. But you know, it was never, you know, even in my even in my worst days now, you know, with Jesus, it's mm -hmm. it's it's better than some of my best days without Him. And so, right. uh, you know, my encouragement would just be to to make that decision to go all in and stop straddling the fence. Mm. That's good to go all in. I like to say, you know, I feel like we as people, we always want more. We're always reaching and the ways of this world are so unsatisfying that we need more to numb or anesthetize the pain. But then the ways of Jesus are so satisfying that we always want more because you just can't get enough of his love and his patience and his kindness and just everything that he has to offer. So I always ask my friends and guys that I work with, you know, what are you reaching for at the end of the day? And it's such a beautiful thing to see you reaching for Jesus each and every day. And that's kind of what I want to get into here. Zach, how, as you're just a 
massive in the music world right now. Everybody knows your name, especially in Christian music. How do you stay rooted and grounded in your faith, just continuing to pursue Jesus on an intimate level in a relationship with him while you're out touring and doing all these things? You know, it's 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 always hard, you know, to, to because we're gone a lot of times on Sundays, you know, we but right. we're playing four nights a week, you know, in a church. Right. Um, but it's also hard sometimes to do that when you're not being fed yourself. And yeah. so, uh, you know, honestly, for me, I, I try to stay as best I can in devotionals, you know, mm-hmm. every day, at least spending 20 or 30 minutes, you know, before I get going my day, you know, doing a devotion. Uh, I have a lot of like men's little text groups that I'm in, yeah. you know, from different people I've met through the years that, you know, every day is some sort of, you know, scripture that I get. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got some guys in Nashville that I'm in a thread with. There's about a hundred of us. Yeah. in this group and every night at nine o'clock you know i start getting messages mm-hmm. and prayer requests and scriptures and just encouraging things and so uh, and then just trying to also just surrounding yourself with people that have your best interests you know yeah. that are going to hold you hold you accountable for you know things and um and then when you're home do the best that you can to to, to be in church with your family i mean that's mm-hmm. that's the hard part right now is you know my wife and kids you know they they're in church on Sundays without me, and I feel bad, you know, a lot of times for that. But, you know, if it wasn't for my wife and the things that she sacrifices and does for our family, I would get to come out and do these things. But the biggest thing for me is just constantly trying to find that, you know, 20 or 30 minutes a day where I can have my own quiet time. Yeah. I love that because it's like you're saying, it's a daily choice. Um, it's we got to prioritize it and prioritize our faith in our life because there's always, you know, the proverbial something better to do. Right. We always yeah. are busy. We always got these things going on, but making time for it and growing in relationship with him, because relationship is what our faith is all about. It's not about a religion and a rule book. It's all about growing an intimate and personal relationship with Jesus. So I'm so thankful you shared that, Zach. But man, you know, you've written so many number one hits. Um, I'm going to list off a couple here. Chainbreaker, Old Church Choir, Fear is a Liar, There Was Jesus. I mean, so many others that come to my mind that I know every word to, that I sing and I belt out when they come on the radio, and like so many others. But man, is there a certain song that really resonates the most with you that you think of that you've written where it's like, dude, that's the one that I always lean back on that I really resonate with the most? Yeah, um, it would be it's a song called To the Table. Yeah. Um, on my first record, you know, for me, just I feel like the people that come to my shows, a lot of the men's groups, like, you know, when we were there with you guys, right. um, a lot of these guys that have lived these lifestyles, these hard, you know, had these hard roads to get to where they're at that just feel unworthy and feel mm. like there's no way there's a God out there that can love them or can forgive them. Mm. You know, I feel like this song for me really lays it out just how simple and how easy it is, you know, and how much God's done for us. Um, and it's, it's just this idea that he's prepared a table for each and every one of us with our name on it, you know, mm. uh, chair with your name to come pull out. It's an invitation to, to, to bring all your troubles and worries and burdens and just leave them there with him uh, and let him, you know, let him take them because that's ultimately what he did. Had it just been for me or you, he would have, you know, went to the cross. And so yeah. for me, I love to do that song every night because I can kind of spot the people in the room mm. that are, it's connecting with, or it's like, oh man, is this, is it that easy? You know, yeah. uh, for me, I, honestly, I need to hear it because I, you know, I kind of grew up with this idea 
that I needed to get saved every Sunday. You know, I needed to go down to church in the front, get resaved because of the things I did that week. And it's not, not about that. You know, Mm. we didn't do anything to deserve it nor nothing we can do to earn it. So, Mm. uh, once you have it, it can't be taken away from you. And I think that song kind of sums that up. And so to the table would be probably one of my picks for favorites. Mm. That's a beautiful way of putting it to the table. I know I'm I'm working through Romans eight right now. I'm about to teach a passage at a, a church young adults group on Romans eight verses one to seventeen, talking about new life in Christ. But then later on in that very same chapter, it talks about that nothing can separate us from the love of God. Like you said, once yeah. you have it, it ain't going anywhere, and that's yeah. the beauty of His love. Zach, you know, just in closing, um, I could just listen to your heart and pick your mind for the longest time, but I know we got to come to an end here. And what I really want to ask you is to the person out there that feels like they're too far gone. They feel like they're, they're way out there. They're too lost. They're imperfect beings, you know, and they feel like, you know, God doesn't, he doesn't want me. What would you say to that person that's just sucking there that could breathe some life and some encouragement and hope and motivation back into them today to start just taking the steps closer to him? Yeah. I mean, it it goes along with what I was just saying. I mean, that, had it just been for that person that feels that way right now, God would have he would have went and died on the cross for just that one person and that, you know, their sin. But instead, he did it for all of us. And mm-hmm. it's it's free, you know. Uh, you know, I felt the same way, and and that's the thing. But God, God sees us as redeemed, and He sees us as children of the King. So, um, yeah, man, you're you're never too far gone. That's right, know? never too far gone. Zach, where are you going on tour next, man? Where can we come and find and listen to you? Uh, I would say check out ZachWilliamsMusic.com for all yeah. the tour dates coming close to you guys. Uh, And if we are, we can't wait to see you. Mm, I'll tell you what, all the listeners out there, Zach puts on an unbelievable show. Zach, thank you so much for what you do and your encouragement and just your willingness and your heart to serve others through your music. And just thank you for choosing Jesus every day. We really appreciate you. Thank you for your time, sir. Thanks, brother. Yes, sir. See you, man. What's up, everybody? Man, what a powerful episode with Mr. Zach Williams. I tell you what, I think it was such a blessing just being able to hear his entire testimony, to hear his story, to hear about some of the painful experiences that he's gone through. Because, you know, I think it's so easy for us to look at him as, man, yeah, he's number one in the charts in Christian music and Christian worship radio. And my thing is, yeah, he's he's number one, but there was definitely a backstory. Nobody just gets to that point in life. Nobody gets success overnight. You got to go through some severe valleys sometimes to reach the mountaintop moments. And so to hear some of the valleys that Zach walked through, I don't know about you, but I think it really encouraged me and it motivated me to grow in perseverance, to grow in patience, and to grow in further understanding of really knowing that God is who he says he is in the good and the bad and the happy or in the sad. He is always there and he is always pursuing us and he always wants our heart. As Zach sings, there was Jesus. He is right there in your midst. You guys build different nation. We got something really exciting to announce right now. So our two giveaway winners from last week to win Dr. Mark Mayfield's book, The Path Out of Loneliness. They have been chosen. Let's go. And the winners, number one, are Ava Rogers. And then the second winner is Beatty 
Earl. Congratulations, you guys. We will be sending you Dr. Mark Mayfield's newest book, The Path Out of Loneliness. I hope that that's able to just bless you and just breathe some fight and some encouragement into some hope really into your life, you guys. I hope you enjoyed today and the entire interview with Mr. Zach Williams. I hope it encouraged you, and I hope it left you with a little something in the tank just to push through and to continue to persevere and push on throughout this entire week. You guys, we love you. And as always, thank you so much for joining us. And we'll see you next time on the Built Different Podcast. Hi there, this is Jessica from the Built Different Podcast team. As a reminder, you can listen to this show on your favorite podcasting platforms, such as Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. Whatever platform you choose, please remember to subscribe to the Built Different Podcast with Zach Clinton.